Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for being people of God. Thank you for trusting in Him. And if you're not and you're just tuning in, today you can say, Jesus, I want to trust you. I believe in you. I believe you're the Son of God. Thank you for coming into my life and forgiving me of my sins and helping me move forward each and every day. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you for all our listeners. I thank you for their lives. Lord, you know all about them. Lord, you created them in your image. And Lord, you know the struggles some are going through. You know the issues they're dealing with. And you know even the faith they struggle with. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would touch their lives, that they would see you profoundly. And they'd have a relationship with you one-on-one. It'd be daily. They'd talk to you as their best friend. And Lord, that you would deliver them uh, things that they've never even seen before. We know the power of God is incredible. We know you can work in lives. Lord, I pray that you just be with every single listener. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, hey, I'm going to go into, I'm going to go into, oh, I turned to the wrong one. I had, uh, I had the, we're going to go into chapter five of First Thessalonians, because you'll like, because it talks a lot about kind of the end. And then I'm going to go tomorrow into the second chapter, just going to use a uh, second uh, Thessalonians, I think chapter three. So anyway, if you will just, uh, uh, bear with me as I read some of this, and we'll talk as we go. I call these at the radio station hip shooters. They know me as that. As there's times I come in, I have things very scripted out, and there's other times I come in, I just go through the Bible and just talk. And that, these two days are one of those. So I hope that it. I hope it comes across well, and I hope the Lord gives me the right words. I just enjoy talking to you folks. I wish I had dialogue with you that I could. We could talk back and forth, but we really can't. I do talk to some of you out in the world. I run into some of you are kind. I I ran into a just really a neat couple the other day at Napa Creek. Christian, the uh, superintendent of schools over there, and his wife, and yeah, but what a neat, neat couple! I'm, I'm going to have them on the radio uh, coming down, and so I just, uh, but that was exciting. Found out she listens to this show from time to time, and so if she's listening today, Lord bless you, and Lord bless Napa Christian. So glad what's going on in that school, but I hope to have them on uh, this summer sometime. Anyway, uh, chapter five of First Thessalonians. Now as to the times and the epics, brethren, you have no need of anything to be written to you. Oh, listen to that. This is Paul talking about the end of time. Now as to the times and the epics, brethren, you have no need of anything to be written to you. For you yourselves know full well that the day of the Lord will come to us like a thief in the night. What is he saying here? You and he saying, he's saying, don't worry about it. Don't be so concerned with trying to predict it. Don't be so concerned about knowing the day or the hour because you're not going to know. I'm going to come as a thief in the night. It's going to be a surprise. You just be ready. You just live for Jesus. You just put your faith and trust in him because we're hearing more and more talk about the end times. I talk about it some because it seems so relevant because of what we see in the word of God. But he, Paul is saying here, uh, just you know, hey, there's no need to talk about it because, you know, it's going to it's gonna come just as a thief in the night. Well, they were saying peace and safety, then destruction will come upon them suddenly like birth pangs upon a woman with child, 
and they shall not escape. No, none of us are going to escape it. None of us are going to escape the judgment seat of God. We're all going to stand before him. And one day we're going to either go to heaven, be with him, or we're not. And I don't want to be in the you're not category because that's not going to be a good situation for anybody. But he says in verse four, but you, brethren, you're not in darkness that, that the day should overtake you like a thief. For you are all sons of light and sons of day. We are not of night nor of darkness. So then let us not sleep as others do, but let us be alert and sober. Oh, I like that. Let us be alert and sober. Yes, for those who sleep do their sleeping at night, and those who get drunk get drunk at night. But since since we are of the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love as a helmet of hope and salvation. For God has not destined us for what wrath, but attaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Then he says in verse 11, therefore, encourage one another and build up one another just as you are doing. But I like the first verse I just read there. Be alert and sober. Be alert. Know what's going on around you. Know what your relationship with Jesus Christ is all about. Do you know where you're at with him? I say this often because I think we live in a passive generation where people just say, well, I'll be okay. I live a good life. I'm all right. I don't have to be concerned about it. Instead of, I want to be alert I want to be as strong as I can be in the Lord. I want to do what it takes to grow in the Lord. I want to be so close to him that when the day comes, it's going to be such a glorious day. And he's going to say, welcome into the kingdom of heaven. Rejoice with your brothers and sisters, your fathers and your mothers. Rejoice with the Lord and enjoy forever in the most beautiful place that you can imagine. And that is heaven. That is our eternal destiny, if we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. But folks, if you're struggling, if you're having a hard time making good decisions, ask him to deliver you. Ask Jesus to come into your life and to give you that strength to overpower those things of evil that come your way, because we are going to be hit by the enemy, especially if you're close to the Lord. You're going to have a lot of things that come your way that you're going to have to deal with. You're going to say, well, Lord, I was strong, but why? He said, because you are strong. You can deal with it. I'm going to make you even stronger, and I'm going to make you a better witness in the world because you can use it for my glory. Well, he goes on to say, verse 12, but we request of you, brethren, that you appreciate those who diligently labor among you and have charge over you in the Lord and give you instruction. He says, we request that you appreciate those who are in charge of you, folks. That's your leaders. That's your spiritual leaders in your church. Have respect for them. Treat them respect. I have in in the church that I've pastored over the years, they've treated me with great respect. They have spoiled me. I'm telling you what, I just love the people. I love my church. I love my church family. We have so much fun together. Just recently, we have a grief group that meets, and and I went to a potluck, uh, not a potluck, but a barbecue the other day, and we just sat out, and about 12 of us or so, we just 
we laughed and laughed and just had a great time just talking in a backyard of a man and just enjoying those barbecued hot dogs and chicken and all the good stuff, but just had a great time. It was so nice seeing those people that have all lost loved ones that are dealing with grief just laugh and share together. You know, to know that in life we can press forward. You know, the body of Christ is so important. Uh, And we urge you, brethren, admonish the unruly, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with all men. It's an interesting verse too, isn't it? Admonish the unruly. If people are not doing things right, if you see people sinning, you know, say, hey, look, you need to turn it around. Sometimes we don't have that. We just let them do it, and we say, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. Folks, better to hurt their feelings than have them end up away from God. We've got to stand up, and, and we can, there's a way to do it. It's tactfully. Remember, the Bible says, gently encourage one another. Then he says, encourage the faint-hearted, those that are weak, those that struggle. Just encourage them. Be there for them. Give them a pat on the back. Pray for them. Say, let me pray for you today. It'll make all the difference in the world. And help the weak. There's some that are very weak. And then he says, be patient with all men. Yeah, that's the one I have to work with because patience is not my gift, but I need to be patient with all men and uh, so that they can see that, hey, we're going we're gonna to trust God with them. Sometimes we get so frustrated. We see someone going the wrong direction so fast, and we just get frustrated, and so we almost, we almost cast them aside. No, we've got to be patient with them, continue to encourage them, and trust God with them. See that no one repays another one with evil for evil, but always seek after that which is good for one another and for all men. And then I like this one. He says, rejoice always. That's just, yeah, that's one verse. It's two words. Rejoice always. You know, it's not always easy to rejoice. But Paul's saying here, you know, we have something to rejoice about. We have heaven awaiting us. And rejoice and be glad. Be glad that you serve the King of kings and Lord of lords. Pray without ceasing. That means pray in a spirit, live in a spirit of prayer. You're driving down the road. You're going to bed at night. You're walking to the bathroom. You get up in the morning. You walk into the kitchen. I love praying at those times, talking to God, walking out to get the newspaper, talking to God. Just have God a part of your everyday life and moment. And when you hear of things like this horrible tragedy that took place a while back with Texas, you know, Lord, be with those people. Call upon him right then and there. Many of us have shed tears over that for them. And just call upon him. Pray without ceasing. Live in an attitude of prayer and communication with God. And in everything, give thanks, for this is God's will in Christ Jesus. He said this, in everything. What does in everything mean? It means the good, the bad, the ugly. In everything, give thanks to God. Why? Because he's your king. He's your God. You will be with him forever. Give thanks. Give thanks to you have a great uh, country to live in. Yes, it has its flaws, but it's certainly a great country. And then he says, do not quench the spirit. Do not quench the spirit. Do not put down those things that are of God. Do not try to make excuses for the things of God. Don't quench what God wants to do in your life. He wants you to be alive in his spirit. And verse 22 finally says, abstain from every form of evil. Again, another word, 
every form of you. Make great decisions. Hey, I'm out of time, folks. Hope you enjoyed the day. I did. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.